today I will be talking about some things that have been going on inside my brain. I'll start off with a little bit of an update. Let's I'll start today and work backwards, I guess. This morning I am at home. My stepson, it turns out, is not feeling well and I will be here watching him. The day started out kind of funny because I got to the gym and my uh, fob thing wasn't working on the gym. I actually only got this gym membership because the facility at my work, the gym facility, was closed for maintenance for the majority of the summer. So I signed up for this other gym. I got a three-month, well, actually four-month membership. And I guess that membership expired. So I decided this would be a good time to go to work and see how the newly renovated facility is. It's a bit weird. It's a bit different. It's the showers aren't fully in operation yet, but there is one. And so anyway, I was just planning to do cardio anyway, but my plan was to do an actual training session after my shift today, which now didn't happen because of you know being home. Yesterday's workout session, yesterday I was in, in the office as well. I was actually going to try out the gym for the first time at work to see how it was since it's been, it was actually moved and to the, the new part of the building and I was going to test it out yesterday, but the thing, while I was there, I was doing some overtime, but I wound up getting a pretty bad migraine. It was one of those ones, if you've ever had it, where it starts out with the migraine aura, and fortunately I got that under control within about half an hour by popping a bunch of pills, but the pain was still quite... Um, quite overwhelming at the time so I was definitely not in a place where I wanted to be exercising. So two days in a row it's slightly off course of what I wanted. I'm still going to try to get get there. At least I did my cardio today. That's good. I'm still going to try to get there tomorrow or sorry uh, tonight in the afternoon when someone else is here to watch the kid and so now back to Saturday. Was it Saturday? No, actually yesterday. Yesterday I did manage to do cardio as well in the morning before going into work for my overtime. And so recently I was, I think I mentioned in the last podcast that I went to back to Ottawa. It's a 12-hour trip each way got to do a lot of thinking in that time my father told me that he and my brother are doing kind of a they, they both want to lose weight and so they're kind of being their I guess accountability buddies if you want to call it that it's not really a competition as such it's just trying to have shared goals and so the two of them are uh, trying to lose weight together 
when I say together, I mean my my dad's in Ottawa, my brother is in Pennsylvania. So, you know, they're just kind of updating each other over uh, Facebook Messenger. And so I decided I would get in on that as well. And in the process of updating ourselves, I asked them something that is kind of, I don't think I've really touched on too, too much in this series, which is I asked them what their reason for wanting to lose some weight is. Now, I don't want to get too much into uh, the, the details here. When I say losing weight, I think most of us can agree that ideally that losing weight, what we intend by that is burning fat. So if, if I say weight from time to time, that's sort of what I mean. I just don't want to get bogged down in that. So I asked them what, what their reasoning was. And my dad's response was very brief. He said, because I'm fat. And that was, you know, a fair answer to, to start with. And so, you know, I kind of said, okay, but why is being fat a problem for you? So I guess this is what I wanted to kind of talk a little bit about today. And I want to try to get into some uncharted waters because I I know I've talked in the past about having a why and I want to talk about why a why is important because I think having a what having a, a desire when it comes up I mean I mentioned about there's various ways we can motivate ourselves but unless we're clear on why we want to do that it's very unlikely we're going to stick with it or at least that's been my experience is that if it's just for purely superficial reasons that's sometimes enough to get started and to get going but it's not it's first of all it's not enough usually to stick with it so it's, if it's important for you to stick with something, then it would be important to decide upon why. But also then the question is, well, generally what we'll do is, you know, you'll set a timeline. You want to say, okay, well, by the new year, I want to be whatever. Well, what then? And without knowing why you wanted to reach those goals it's very difficult to transition to the next stage of development. So as I was talking there a little bit about sticking with a program, and I think sometimes, at least again for me, that's been something that's held me back is the idea of being overwhelmed. You know, when you you start thinking about taking on a fitness program, how is that going to limit you? That's usually how it presents itself. So I'll just kind of take you through the mentality as best I can 
of what often happens to me. So here I am thinking about what I want to do. Normally it'll start like I'm, I'm watching a movie or something or a show and here's the, this guy on the screen who's totally ripped. The girls are, you know, just infatuated with this guy and he's getting all this kind of attention and life is great and everything is happy for him. And you think, I want that kind of attention. I want that kind of life. So I want to look more like him, more like this, like that kind of shape. So then you start thinking of, okay, well, how can I do that? Well, I, I know I've got to change the way I eat and change the way I exercise, perhaps. And then, you know, you start thinking about, well, what does that look like? And committing to something, committing to something for an indefinite period of time. So two two ideas start fighting with each other at the same time. The one is the fear of having to commit to something indefinitely, which then you think, geez, I'm never going to enjoy eating again. Or alternately, the fear of committing to something for a short term and then falling back to old habits and this is just a short-term fix it's a temporary kind of solution yeah I might get a little bit skinnier for a while but I'll just fall back after this diet is done then I'll just go back to what I was or there's the uh, yet another fear that well what if I do put in the effort and do put in the sacrifice, but the results aren't there. So there's all these kind of doubts that creep in. Things that tell us not to do it. Things that tell us that doing it will be more painful than not doing it. I think maybe this is where we have to first of all, be aware of what's happening with these thoughts. I've talked a lot about self-awareness because I think it is a foundational thing. I recorded a little bit of a thought process I was going through, but I didn't, I haven't put it on this podcast. I may at some point go back and share it with you. I, I actually did it yesterday while suffering from a migraine so that's why I'm not sharing it is because it's it didn't come out as neatly as I wanted to wanted it to not that this is going particularly neatly but it was all about one word that came to my mind and the word was observe and we can observe in a number of different ways we can observe our thoughts, we can observe our feelings, we can observe our behaviors, we can observe our relationships with others and to others, we can observe other people and 
use those observations to translate into learning and into wisdom. So the idea of observing where it, you know, relates to becoming self-aware is, I think, the, the first thing we all have to think about doing if we want to overcome these types of things on a regular basis, effectively, being aware of them. I think we need a level of hope. There's this idea of having, I think, hope and faith go hand in hand. Now, when I'm saying faith in this context, I'm not necessarily talking about kind of a religious context, although I know that does tend to be how we tend to attribute it. And But faith is something that in its truest essence means a belief in what isn't, but what you hope for. That's how I'm going to define it just off the fly here. So first we need hope. We need to hope for something. And I think what we hope for is this better life that we envision for ourselves. And then we have to have a level of faith that we can, that in the right circumstances with the right information, with the right application of this information, we can achieve it. So hope and faith aren't the same thing, but they are definitely interrelated very closely. As a quick aside on the notion of belief, it occurred to me that we seem to be in a bit of a place where the scientific-minded folks are at odds with the more religious-minded folks, which seems quite odd to me from both sides, really. Because really, I guess it especially, I find it concerning when we when I see people who are at the extreme ends of it on either side, I suppose, but when I see people saying that religion ought to be eradicated. Well, what that's saying to me is essentially that people shouldn't have the freedom of belief. And it's our culture that provides the freedom of belief that has enabled us to make all kinds of scientific discoveries. And that's not a coincidence. It's no coincidence that the greatest achievements have come when we've been unhindered by our society allowing us to believe things, even when they seem a little bit crazy. So, I don't know. Okay, so that was, sorry, that was just a bit of a tangent there. Back to the conversation I was having with my dad and my brother, finding our why. My, so my dad first said he was fat, and I said, well, why is that a problem? Before he answered, my brother responded back, and his answer was more along the lines of what I was driving towards. He said something like he's, it's about his health and his way of life, and that he's felt low on energy and it's been difficult to keep up with his kids physically. And so he wants to work on that. But then he added in a little bit and he said, well, there's certainly a superficial component as well, which I can definitely relate to. And I 
admitted as much. I said, you know, yeah, that often is what gets me off the couch, although it doesn't necessarily keep me off the couch. That's where I have to find my reason to link in more closely with my personal values and and with the things that I find are truly of importance and meaningful. Which, of course, he, he agreed with. Uh, my dad later, at following this exchange, he then responded with, uh, with something that I believe was a more health-related kind of response. And he has had medical concerns. Uh, he's had a heart attack and and other kind of medical issues that probably being at a healthier weight will will be good for him and um, he's had some short life expectancy in his family so I know that I've made reference before to the Man's Search for Meaning book and there's actually aspects of it I'm going to come back to in the future. But for now, I just wanted to mention that this whole idea of having a why, it definitely relates to that. And it kind of goes deeper. I think what we can extrapolate from his, uh, from his experiences is that as long as we feel that the suffering and the sacrifices that we make are worthwhile and then we can get through it. And normally that means we can feel that we're making some kind of growth. We can feel like we're progressing in one way or another. And that's often the case is that we are progressing due to our challenges and the hardships that we go through. And I know that we often want to begrudge them, but um, I had a bit of a, I don't know if you can call it an epiphany the other day, but you know, I was thinking about it and thinking about how in physical training we're constantly trying to find our limits and then push our limits. And it occurred to me that a man's search for muscle is, in essence, a search for meaning. Because by finding those limitations, trying to expand upon them, that's where meaning can be found. Because it's because we have limitations and it's because we have vulnerabilities and it's because we suffer that we are able to grow. And if it weren't for that, if we were in some kind of alternate universe where we didn't have weakness or didn't have limitations or didn't have vulnerability, then we also wouldn't be able to grow and improve and progress. And aside from being just plain dull, I don't think there would be any meaning in that. So finding our why is essentially trying to find what our purpose is, what our meaning is, and finding why or determining why it is that the current sacrifices are worthwhile. 
anyway, I'm going to leave it at that today. Uh, hopefully that's it's been sort of entertaining to listen to, and I'll catch you next time. <laughs>